Coach Jimmy Dugan, played by Tom Hanks in a league of their own, told us that there is no crying in baseball. However, if you've been in business any length of time, you know that this does not hold true in leadership because there actually is crying in business. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss what to do when they cry. This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am your host and your biggest fan, Jeff Hancher. Before we get started today, I wanted to highlight some very special listeners. I want to give a big shout out and a thank you to the leaders in the Philippines. For the last several weeks, our show has been ranked in the Philippines, and we could not be more excited about that. So thank you once again to the leaders listening in from the Philippines. We truly appreciate you, and we're grateful to be a part of your journey. All right, let's dive into the content for today's show. I'm sure that the title of the show has you a little bit intrigued, as it should, I have had the great opportunity to hold several of my performance management workshops, and without fail, I always get the question of what to do when an employee cries while you're giving them tough feedback. Have you ever had an employee cry when you were giving them feedback? If you haven't, it's either because you've not been in leadership for very long or you're not doing leadership the right way, because at some point, Someone is going to cry. And I'm here to tell you that not all crying is created equal. I have seen all kind of tears, and I'm not here to tell you like that my mission in life is to try to get people to cry. It's not. Matter of fact, I would tell you I would prefer that it didn't happen. But I will also tell you that on this leadership journey, there is going to be some crying, and it's not all the same. There are several types of crying. There's fake crying to try to minimize the accountability. There's crying that's not related to work at all. It could be a sickness, something in their home life, a divorce, uh, somebody in their family has a terminal disease. It could be all the pressure that's adding up, and the crying isn't even related to what you're talking about. You just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. It could be crying because they let you, the leader, down. They never wanted to disappoint you. They All they wanted to do was progress in their career, and here they are getting tough feedback from you. Maybe they're crying because they're disappointed in themselves. They expected more from themselves. It's not for you, the leader, to try to figure out all of the reasoning behind this and to try to begin to sift through the emotion. Trust me when I tell you that it would be unwise and outright dangerous to try to attempt to figure out why the tears are flowing. On several occasions, I knew going into a meeting with an employee that it was likely that they would cry because I knew my team. I knew their sensitivities. I knew their emotional triggers, so on and so forth. It's at this moment when many leaders will simply avoid the discussion versus being the reason that someone would have an emotional breakdown at work. 
I will tell you, don't avoid the discussion. I remember so many times telling an employee uh, that we needed to have a meeting and we needed to talk about their recent performance or a recent, you know, blunder in their pursuit or whatever it might be. And they knew they were coming into a tough conversation and I knew what it was I was going to have to deliver. And I knew that it was going to get emotional. This is the time that you have to keep moving forward and you have to stay steadfast and resilient in your leadership. My advice is to not avoid the conversation, but you might want to have tissues nearby and and on the ready. Avoidance, it rarely resolves the issue. And the longer you wait, the more challenging the conversation This early intervention is always the key to more effective feedback and better performance improvement. In my experience, delaying has never made the performance issue improve. You know this as a leader, that things just don't get better on their own. Quite frankly, as a leader, our kind of our job is to create a little bit of healthy agitation. Think of the pebble in the shoe. You can keep going with that pebble in the shoe until you get sick enough of it and you, you take time out of your journey, although it's not ideal, and you take the shoe off and you dump the pebble. Why? Because you've had enough. But here's the reality. Unless you take that time out and get the pebble out of the shoe, it's going to keep irritating. It's going to end up becoming a bigger issue if you don't. So I'm going to give you some practical advice. Should you find yourself in a difficult conversation or a disciplinary meeting with an employee who starts to cry? So get mentally prepared for this. Get mentally prepared for this conversation and know that you're there to stay steadfast. So here's the first tip. Never excuse the employee from the meeting. Now, look, there might be some, some, some circumstance that you would make an exception to this, but it should be the exception. Never excuse them. I, I know this might sound heartless, but although this may seem like a good idea to you in the moment, if you excuse them, guess what? The problem remains. So many times leaders, when they start seeing the tears and, and this person is just beyond control, oftentimes the leader will, will, will try to go down this path of, hey, look, why don't we just stop the meeting? Uh, why, don't, why don't you leave for the day? Why don't you sleep on it? Take some time and we'll come back and revisit this. There's typically never a better time to have the meeting and the wait in between is absolutely dreadful. Now is the best time to have the meeting because this wait between when you stop the meeting and you're going to start the next meeting, it's dreadful for you. It's dreadful for them. And at best, it's absolutely awkward for everybody because they're thinking about, man, I got, I still got to face the music. You're thinking about they're going to come back in and cry. They're already preparing for this. How, what are they going to say? They're going to come back in more defensive. You just don't want to wait. And although this can be painful to endure, waiting is only going to increase the tension. The second tip is stay objective in your approach. This is not the time to apologize or be over sympathetic. And I know you may feel like I'm sounding like a monster once again, but remember what I said earlier. We truly have no idea why exactly they're crying to begin with. By all means, I think it's wise to choose your approach based off of the knowledge that you have about this person, but apologizing comes off as though you're part of the problem. Don't don't tell people you're sorry because they're crying, because the reality is 
and unless you're truly making people cry, it's your fault. Don't apologize. We're here in this conversation because there's a lack of performance. There's a lack of execution. This Because somebody is crying doesn't mean that you're a bad leader. It's how they're processing it. Remember, as leaders, we cannot control how people respond, but we can always choose to give robust feedback with the true desire to help everyone improve. I have found that the best approach is to stay very matter of fact, stick to the facts, avoid opinions, avoid vague statements. This is only going to trigger the person even more and the crying may turn to anger. Stay to the facts. Don't be vague. Stay to the details. This is going to help you navigate through this in a much faster way. So stay objective in your approach. The third piece. This is where we starting to soften a little bit for those of you that think I'm a monster. The third piece is to show empathy. Although it's very important to stay on task, it's also important to not lose the human element. You can do this by using great body language, a, a tilt of the head, a squint of the eye. Uh, it's a kind gesture to offer a tissue, something to drink. Uh, and maybe a few minutes before you continue. Sometimes people just need a moment to co- compose themselves. And listen, th- let me let me be let me be the one to tell you this is not a gender issue. And and, and you may be listening into this. Maybe maybe you're a, you're a male leader or a female leader, and you have this bias. Maybe that o- only females cry. I've seen females cry. I've seen males cry. Emotion is emotion. It really doesn't matter. Don't have a bias going into this, but don't lose the human element. Give them a tissue. Go grab them a quick drink. Give them a few minutes. Maybe you say that actually in the meeting. Hey, look, I I know that this feedback isn't what you wanted to hear. Why don't you take a few minutes and compose yourself? But do it there. Don't excuse them. It's better to take a few awkward moments of sitting there and letting them cry than to reschedule the meeting. I realize it's awkward, but I will tell you, although it's awkward, what we're doing right now as a leader is we're choosing our pain. We want out of the pain. They want out of the pain. So we're just going to let them out of the building. No, endure the pain and the awkwardness of them staying there, composing themselves and moving forward in a professional discussion. The fourth tip, move forward where you left off. Once they've had a chance to compose themselves, move forward. It's not a good idea to start from the beginning again because this is just going to re-trigger their emotions all over again. Pick up right where you left off and move forward. We never know when the crying is going to start. It could be when they come into your office. It could be after you present what the challenge is that they need to overcome. We don't know when the crying is going to start, but if there's a pause when the crying starts, you, you give them a tissue, you let them gather themselves, pick right up where you left off. And then the fifth tip, reset the expectation. If the employee has been emotional the entire time, the only thing that you will be thinking about is getting it over with. Let me get this out. Let me have them sign a document saying they heard what I said, and let's ride out of here. 
Don't allow the emotion of the exchange to let you make the mistake of not summarizing the discussion at the end of the meeting and resetting the expectation. By doing this, you're already setting the table for the future in the event that their performance does not approve. Because look, we all want the performance to improve. That's the whole point of the dialogue. But the reality is, and you know this as a leader, it doesn't always improve. So if you are summarizing and resetting the expectation, you're setting the table for a future tough discussion. It, this is also a great time to open up the dialogue with the person as well. Ensure that they understand the expectation. Have dialogue with them regarding what behaviors they're going to modify to begin to improve. Because if they don't start taking ownership of this, and if you don't start getting them involved in the point of creation, then you're just sitting there telling them what to do. And the reality is they're not engaged because they're so highly emotional. We need to have mutual dialogue, and there has to be a clear expectation, and there has to be a strategy to move forward. If not, you're just going to give them a beat down. They're going to walk out of the office and they're not even going to know how to fix where the problems are. Make sure that they are clear regarding the future course of action should your expectations not be met. We need to go through these questions with them and we need to get their buy-in. And lastly, write it down. If the employee was highly emotional, it's likely that they're not going to remember much of what you said. Remember, the purpose of performance management is to help drive improvement and growth with this person. If the discussion was disciplinary in nature, a written document placed in their file is critical because this emotional employee, you never know what you're going to get moving forward. Write it all down, put it in the file. I would also suggest a written performance improvement plan. This is going to help guide that employee to the action that they need to improve. It's also going to guide you to realize if their behavior is a can't do or a won't do. Did they get to this place because they didn't have the right tools? They didn't have the right training? Or is it because they don't have the aptitude? If you create a performance improvement plan and you present it and deliver it in the right way, it should be received as a gift from the employee. And it lets them know that you're willing to make a deposit into helping them improve. Either way, this written documentation is a win-win. Keep in mind, some people are more emotional than others. Crying could be triggered by many things frustration, stress, sadness, emotional pain. Be on the guard and realize that some people also have been known to use it to gain attention or manipulate you. And, and oh my gosh, Jeff, I can't believe you, that's even coming out of your mouth. Who in their right mind would cry and, and, and make a scene just to manipulate somebody? Well, if that's you, I promise you at some point, I hope it never happens to you. But I can just tell you from all the years in leadership, I have seen tears flow simply as a, a strategy to manipulate the situation. I could write a small book about all of the strategies that I've seen for people to get out of hot water. Now, I'm not saying go into it assuming that's it. I would say don't assume that, but just be aware of it. As difficult as it can be, continue the meeting. Balance your empathy with directness. Focus on the solution. The more you dwell on the crying, 
the more distracting it becomes. It will override the purpose of the meeting while the problem remains. So in closing, it's natural as a leader to want to avoid the discomfort of confronting a crying employee. But if you're calm, you remain focused, you can help the employee move past their emotion and begin to make corrections to move forward and grow in a healthy way. If you find value in this subject today and you're like, Jeff, that is absolutely me. I got to get better at this. I need to work through this. I need to be more confident as a leader in these performance management areas. Then you are probably a great candidate for our performance management workshop. Make sure to be checking our website as we're going to very soon be releasing the dates for our February of 2023 workshop. We will be covering all things crying in performance management, what to do with when the high-performing employee does something crazy or you need to hold them accountable, how to distinguish a can't-do from a won't-do, and the five questions that you have to know to drive accountability. Until then, keep pushing through the discomfort, keep leading well, and never forget that you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.